Good evening. Good evening, America. Coming to you from New York. New York. New York. Here we are. America. I'm in my bed. Are you asleep? I was, but I got home. And then went to sleep. And I just put my things down, took my pants off, and just jumped <laughs> in bed. I did. I was like, I have to lay down. Yeah. Um, yeah. I shut, One of those days. shut my little eyes. It's a beautiful spri- spring. First day of February. Spring is here. Oh, uh, no. That's not true. That's. I was like, I took a minute. I'm sorry. My brain is so slow right now. This is going to be very different from our morning recordings. <laughs> Snails, um, just picture snails. Snails. It is. Across it was. I woke up to a gorgeous dusting of snow. Oh, on the ground. oh, oh. Yes. We had that yesterday. Oh, it's traveling, traveling south. <laughs> it's nice. Um, it's nice to wake up to a dusting of snow. I think so as well. And because of the way I'm situated, facing a garden mm. often I see the snow and I think oh the snow and then I go out the front door and there's no snow mm. and it's just kind of trash so it's just trash beautiful trash um hi how are hi. you I'm good um, I um so you you uh you asked me to watch the three episodes of this this show, the end at the end of us is that what it's called? The last. The of last us. of us. The last right. of us. That's right. Um, which I really liked the first, the very first scene of the show. Oh yeah, it's fun when things go awry. And then I didn't like it so much, but. Okay. I'd like I'd like you to talk about it. Did you get to episode three? Well, I just I just uh, returned to it after uh, hearing someone talk about it on a podcast. Actually, oh. so I did return because I I basically uh, skipped through the three episodes of it. Oh, after after well, I lost I mean... interest in the first episode. Episode three kind of exists on its own. It doesn't doesn't necessarily need the other two. Yes, it's a it's a what do they call it? Bottle bottle Ca- bottle episode. Cap capsule. A capsule. Oh. I don't know why. What does bottle like? I bottle think we episode? I think we learned this on this podcast. But I'm, I too am not sure what it's called. But it's it's, um, you know, it's when there's like a sort of one-off right. story episode. That's you know to do with themes and things related to the show, but doesn't necessarily kind of move the plot along, except for that. It, it sort of it does serves here. like it. Yeah, it serves also, one important. I don't think it actually. It also. The episode begin, begins with the normal. It begins, it's sort of bookended, sort of, there's a... Yeah. In- it starts and ends with, like, moving the plot along, but then the rest of it is just this beautiful love story. Anyway, this show is a video game about zombies, essentially. Right? Well, I, I think it it was a video game, yes? Right. It's based on a video game. Yeah, about you know, it's, mushrooms. It's a mushrooms. pandemic yes. zombie mushroom pandemic. Thing. But the third episode was so beautiful and heartbreaking, and also, um, I thought it was so nicely acted by Nick Offerman and Murray Bartlett. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Nice. Wow, you have you are you're ice cold, Jimmy. You're ice well, cold. it's it's very it's a very like straightforward. Uh, little house on the prairie moment. I mean, it's great. It's great that like inserted into this zombie video game show is this 
other kind of thing. I, I, I do think it's great, and I think it... it I, I, I'm sure we've seen this with straight people before, so I think that's very nice. I think it's great. I think it's great. Okay. And I agree. I think it's it's a very lovely... I don't know. I was like Brokeback Mountain moment. You know, these yeah. two men sort of stranded and... Stranded. Um, Nick Offerman learning about himself and... And then the whole, like, way that they decide to be dead, I thought, this is nice. Well, it's like, yeah, you have to just kill yourself, too. This is not that complicated of a situation. Like, No, it was actually, like, so... It's so how it needs to happen. Right. It was so (laughs) exactly as it needed to be, and that's what made it so beautiful. You were like, wow, well... Even under the worst circumstances, these two people made a beautiful life together. I thought it was lovely. Very lovely. It's, I mean, I went back and I watched it, which is more to, I can say about the rest of the show. But I do love Anna Torv. Who's that? She gets killed. She's, what is her name? Lisa? Oh, she was the, the, oh, the wife oh, or the lady. Lisa? She was the lady. lady? She's the lady. Um, yeah. She's in the show called Fringe, which was insane and terrible, but wonderful. Um, I'm sad she's gone so soon. I know. I was like, okay, well, the show doesn't need to be watched. If she's going to be killed, well, come on. That's a little, she's like, those were my incredible. kind of my feelings during episodes one and two. I was like, I don't really care. But there was, like, little things that kept me coming back. Like, well, stop killing the that... women because they're actually watchable. So even this gay yeah. thing, I was like. But, like, I don't really want to watch these guys either, so. Well, episode two had that amazing opening of that woman scientist who uh was brought brought in. And then she was like, "Mm, you're going to have to drop a bomb. Which I'd heard about on on Attitudes or on... Oh? On some... Brian Safi talked about it somewhere. Yeah, I think so. Or um, I don't remember. And I was like, oh, people are talking about it. Hot topics. Hot topic is the Last of Us and the Nick Offerman Murray Bartlett episode. That is well, Murray Bartlett really like. Sh- He's having a moment. Shaboom, career, straight career. to straight into the stratosphere from from gay shit to gay to shit. Real, Did you to watch gay... that? Chippendale's show? No. Because it, it's pretty bad. It gets worse. Um, but the story itself is nuts. Is he on that show? Yeah, he's on that show. He plays another gay. Wow. Yeah. He really he's is excellent. the gay, really, gay of the moment. He's very good on the show. Wow. Um, he, is, he is our gay every man, isn't he? So, spoiler alert, but okay. basically the guy who open Chippendales basically Uh Murray Bartlett plays the choreographer who basically makes Chippendales into what it is known to be right and eventually like starts he like hates the guy who's who started it opened this spot which he's like I'm gonna go to New York and like open my own like I you know sort of this thing of like he could open he opens another branch in the end, I whatever, uh-huh. and uh-huh. continues to like basically make all this money for this guy. But eventually, um, the the original owner has him killed. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, because he it's crazy, and then gets found out like many years later. It's sort of how the show ends with because he tried to have other people killed. I see. It's crazy. Wow. Oh my goodness. It's a crazy show, but not great. Okay. Well, I don't know that I'm gonna. It's not really worth I have... watching. It's the oh, plot okay. is like, it's a bit of it's it's a tricky because it sort of played as a comedy, and like this fun thing, mm-hmm. and then you're like, what the fuck? Because then um, people are okay. getting murdered. It's just sort of like, what is this show? So. Um, Not very artfully done. Oh, wait, hmm. I'm trying to think. 
that I've no, I know I won't be watching Chippendales, but I'm trying to think there was something else. Well, you know, since we last spoke, I did finish our favorite show, which is, what? you know, the Makanai cooking oh, for the Oh, yes, Michael. right, right, right. And you cried and you cried. It's very emotional. It's very I was touching. overcome it's touching. by it's feelings. Touching. And the whole kind of musical feeling of the last episode shifts to having kind of some real gravity. And, mm. you know... Yeah. Momohana has her debut, and it's all very excellent. I really could feel the loss of having not watched that show this week today. I was like, I need that. I know. I need that energy. I think that show keeps us grounded, keeps us grateful for what we have. Yes, yes. And and Um, as I, I posted on Instagram, the director of that show made this movie shoplifters did you see that movie oh yes i love Wasn't that it movie great i absolutely love shop- like this show though well no it's it's about food no in in a way there's food and there's like big there's like a lot of feelings yeah and in that way i guess it's related but my memory and of sm- it is far more like adult small spaces real life this this direct yeah yes, it was much more real space. life it's like crime and death and all this stuff and this show has poverty, none of that yeah. um oh yeah poverty um but yeah this director loves to shoot a show in a teeny tiny space and i did watch a like making of mm. kind of fe- featurette for the Maiko and um god everybody seemed to just be playing themselves in a weird way <laughs> well that's i mean often with like child you know, young and these I don't know how old these girls are but um, they seem very young so I don't know right. I mean in America it's like 37 year olds play you know high school students it's true so, it's true which is confusing because youth is everything but whatever um yeah I want to watch those things so much that's, that's so much that's where I want to be. Um, okay, wait. There was one other... I watched one other thing. Okay, we're starting... Sorry, everybody. We're just... We're just miscellaneous. Off to the races gonna, with TV. Yeah. But I watched this documentary of four... I think it was four parts. It should have been half an hour total. About um, this kid or young adult who in the 90s... Um, kind of went up against pepsi cola oh i watched like a little bit and then i was like this is about like gambling essentially like what well, it's so it, yeah i don't know i was really like i don't need this kind of content well i was really just like i have to get to the end because i have to see this guy get the plane you know and <laughs> and know like what he does with the plane and because uh-huh. you know the whole premise is that pepsi cola was offering via a television commercial like that if you use the pepsi points that you get with each like pepsi purchase you can buy a jacket or you can buy right. sunglasses and then there's a joke at the end of the television advertisement that said with seven million um pepsi points you can buy a jet yeah so, so this, this guy kind of does like, the math and he's like that's a pretty good deal because you can just buy but, points, basically, whatever. Yeah, eventually he figures out that in lieu of actually having points, you can buy them for 10 cents a piece. Mm. So he gets some, like, you know, rich, crazy guy to give him $700,000. And they're like, we're going in on this together. But then Pepsi refuses to accept the money. I and like they're when just they're like, just ha. like, ha, 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 ha. They're like, good, <laughs> good joke, dum-dums. And then these these people sort of drive Pepsi crazy for basically 10 years trying to like litigate this battle, which at the end of the day, they don't even win. So they don't get the plane. Wow. They don't even get a settlement. They get nothing. Which they were offered a settlement early on for a million dollars. Wow. And they didn't take it. And then they didn't get the plane. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't. Oh, I don't. I mean, they, I feel like they should have gotten a plane. 
well, if they're going to make a documentary about it, I'm like, they better get the well, plane. Well, the, the documentary, that does make sense that they don't get the plane. It was so thin. I was like, this is absurd. Yeah. Wow. And they had, um, they had reenactors who were kind of lookalikes playing the young version of the main people that were pretty good. That were like, you know, I was like, yeah, that works. Um the young version of the main young man was um very handsome i have to say um the actor i see i see oh my god we watched what? some of this show on netflix it's like a korean reality competition show called like power 199 or something what? it is what? uh it's basically i mean the image is going to be like naked men basically but it's a crazy Korean, like, uh, uh, Korean gladiators. It's like American gladiators kind of thing. But it's it's very, like, shirtless. It's They're women, mm. too. It's like um, Squid Game vibes. Oh, uh, are you enjoying it? Um, well, we did enjoy it a bit. And then it, it's just not produced well but they're only released they're releasing like two episodes at a time it's it seems quite bad um i liked Uh the first task which they had to like hang from these bars oh Oh. and then fell into water you You know and then it's sort of like but then the second one was all one-on-one and it was just like we had to watch kind of the same game play out like 10 times and I was like, I don't care. Why are we doing this for like two plus episodes? So yeah, um, it's weird. Also, we we started watching it. I was like, I'm gonna put on in- dubbed in English, and that reminded me of watching like the original Iron Chef when um, it was dubbed. So that was that wow. was um, nostalgic feeling. Dubbed, and it just feels absolutely dubbed. absurd. Dubbed is so crazy. Well, it's it kind of makes sense for this because it's like insane. Yeah, and you don't know any. There's like there's like a hundred contestants. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like there's so uh, many people. Like you don't know any of these people. Mm. I mean, eventually, I, I assume they'll get whittled down to one. But I don't think I'm going to lay eyes on this It's show. crazy. Um, I, I don't know that I'd recommend it. I don't know that... I'll, I'll check it out again when some more episodes are out. Curious okay. how this progresses. Oh. But... Um, no. I, wa- I watched the Florence Pugh and the Starving Child movie. Oh, yes. The Master Maker or something. What is the, this called? The Wonder? The Wonder, yeah. Was that what it was called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also saw Megan. Oh wow! The robot. We haven't watched. Megan, the we robot. haven't watched it yet. Um, I think you're gonna enjoy Megan. It is. I think um, we will too. It's a comedy, and it's, it's, it's just got excellent, um, campy facials from a robot. Yeah, which is yeah, so fun. So fun. And Brian Jordan Alvarez is in it, which is great, as and. And Allison Williams is being the, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Is she playing a what's character the... that you, like, want to die? Yeah, but also she, she's always, like, she's the this of, like, basic white woman. Yeah, she's yeah, She's yeah. the, what's is the word, word I'm thinking of? Yes, yes, yes. Basic white woman. Um. No, 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 no. Not for that. She's the, like, archetype or the, like, you know, the, the, whatever. Anyways. Yeah, she's the whatever anyways of this kind of movie. She's the whatever anyways. So, yes, she's archetypical, um, basic boots, science girl who makes a killer robot. And it's really fun. Yeah. And yeah. the wonder about the starving girl was um was a disappointment. <laughs> also, I mean, 
the beginning. Oh, the God. only like why, interesting why thing bother? was like the beginning, which doesn't mean anything. Someone I was at dinner with last night compared that to what the director of Corsage did by like having a mop in the hallway. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. This is not the same thing. It's truly not. But I understand that like if what you were left with was the like main of that movie that you would feel like, oh, I should probably, this isn't like enough. Maybe I'll like bring it into contemporary life by making it like a play. Right. But there's no, there's nothing inside of it that makes sense of using that device. That's the problem. Mm. I was like, when is this, I was really excited about it because I didn't expect it from the trailer. I was like, oh, this is going to be something else. And it right. really wasn't. It was just an and then opening. They, they never sequence. utilized the device again until the very end. And you're like, what was the point? No point. It's very. It's really no point at sad. all. But. I know. You know? I, I Whatever. Maybe some Look, of them. Like, I mean, that person you had dinner with or whatever, maybe they liked it, so. Well, they didn't like corsage. And I. Well, right. they liked it, but they didn't love it. And I thought, well, because you're crazy. And. <laughs> Well, um, because they think it's the same as doing that. So there you have it. Yeah. I'm look, I'm glad that that Florence Pugh was able to like figure out a way to convince that girl to like stop doing that by pretending she's died and been reborn. Mm-hmm. Um that was smart. That was a good tactic for someone who's like so corrupted by faith. Um, yeah, well, it's chi- It's just child abuse, and she's like, we have to get you out of here. Yeah, she and did. And then going to burn she, this place she, down. Oh, spoiler alert. Lot- <laughs> well, sorry. Don't even watch it. I mean, we love Florence it's Pugh, totally, but don't even bother. If you want to watch Florence Pugh eat, it's great. I watched someone eat in a movie, and I thought, that, well, she's no, no Florence Pugh. Tell you what. Was it the... She's No one eats like her. No one eats like no her. One. Well, that Russian girl in Tar kind of ate like her in a way. So I've been trying to find YouTube videos that um, make sense of why people like Tar. Uh-huh. They people don't love exist. It. In fact, the no people one can at, make the, a no one can no one can do it. The people I was at dinner with last night said they love Tar. They don't love Corsage. Well, you know what? That's great. That's just great. It explains so much of why everything is how everything is, so. <laughs> well, anyways, they're very, these are nice people. They're friends. Hey, of course. Who, the, I don't think it's, actually, it's, a, it's not about being nice or not. No. You, we, anyways, <laughs> via these friends, I went to a party at the Whitney Museum last night that I thought was going to be like, you know. Awful. Well, I mean, I knew I, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't understand the scale of it, et cetera. Oh, uh-huh, but then, because uh-huh. I just did no research into it. And then we were having dinner prior to the party. I said, well, how many people are going to be at this party? They said, well, the guest list has over a thousand people. I said, what? So we were going to the young patrons event of the year at the Whitney Museum. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I, um, see. I see. It was crazy. And so I. I took refuge in the Hopper galleries where, because you, you could go upstairs into the galleries without food and drink, so there was far less people up there. Excellent. And, um... Because you know why Andrew you go to works, a museum. Food and drink. For, f- food and drink. <laughs> so I go up to the Hopper galleries, and, um, it was a good thing I went back. It, you know, I, the first time I went to see the Hopper exhibition, I had a bad experience because yeah, it was so crowded, fall. but this time... This time it was nighttime and there were very few people and it was much nicer. My friend Andrew, who works at the museum, was gave me a really interesting tour of things, which was nice. But then, big news, I saw, I did a double take of someone that I thought, oh, a friend, I recognize someone. Meryl Streep. And it was Meryl Streep. No, I look and then I look again and they look at me because they, they think someone's looking at me. And I said, I'm so sorry. Who are you? And then I looked back and I said, you have to come back here. Come, come <laughs> back. You have to come to me now. It was Andy Baragani from Bon Appetit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I just was like, I'm so sorry. I felt like you were an old friend of mine, but 
I now realize that you kind of are an old friend of mine from my little television. From back box. when. Because <laughs> you're a person. Yeah, from. Uh, who brought me comfort. Bon Appetit was canceled. Right. Brought me comfort during, during the times pre-pandemic. And so we had a lovely talk and he met all the people and we talked about his cookbook, which I have since ordered. And, um, wow. He made a sale. He really did make a sale and, um, he was lovely. I've thought about getting Andy's book too, because it's like Persian cuisine, right? Yeah. Do you, I don't know. Do you want me to give it to you for Jack's birthday? What? Jack doesn't care about food. No, Jack really doesn't care about food. Um, Especially not cookbooks. No. That will, I mean, so it's certainly not a gift to Jack, but... Um, no. No, 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 Happy no. birthday, Jack. It's your birthday today. I also sort of resent a cookbook. I'm like, New York Times. I don't know. I don't want to, like... I know. Ugh. Like, I have but cookbook, I'm... I have recipes from, like, the Carl Lolly book, and I'm, like, annoyed that I have to go get the book. Andy was saying that he was excited about his cookbook because it kind of participates in gay culture by speaking frankly about, you know, the way a persimmon tastes like semen or, you know, things like that. And um, I thought, I'll support you, Andy. And um, he doesn't need my support, but we had a we had a lovely chat. And that was that. I met Andy Baragani. I've met him, too, actually, on the street. What? Um. Uh, Why? Um. A friend was waiting to go on a date with him. It was a. It what? was a. We didn't know he was. He was the one. He was going to be the date. Who was going on a date with Andy? I don't remember. But we were. You don't we were over by the, remember. I didn't know the person that we were talking to. It was a. It was a. You know. It was a. It was a Jack. Oh, it was a. It New was York a Jack. Net moment. I, I like see. Jack probably didn't know their names either. So I vaguely remember you telling me this story. Mm-hmm. Jack it was sort of like by that where that Trader Joe's is. Mm. Over by you. Cool. Yeah. Um anyways. It's not um I mean it was a wee awkward situation because they were sort of on a date. <laughs> right, you had to kind he of not, exit. He was not excited about to talk to us. Right. <laughs> Um, he was very, he Fair was enough. very pleasant with me, a fan. So that, which, and I normally would never stop a famous person. You just accidentally. Right. I feel very comfortable talking to the Bon Appetit people because they, they're not actually celebrities. Yeah. Who did you, who did you see in the subway? Did you talk? Claire. Claire Staffitz. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. I've now met Claire, Andy, Carla, Molly, that's it. That's all the hits, really. Well, I haven't met Brad, and I haven't met Sola, and I haven't met Gabby, and I haven't met Chris Morocco, mm-hmm. and I haven't okay. met Emil Stanek, but he was I don't on know the, Celeb- like, Are these new people? No, these are all the people from, oh, the, from, from the golden era of Bon Appetit. <laughs> Dot YouTube. Dot YouTube. Um, so you had something to tell me. I didn't have anything to tell you. Are you lying? Um, I'm not lying. I I did watch this movie. Um, um, a, a Vicky Kreps movie because I I signed up for movie because Jack. Is really this the Bergman it. one? No. Oh. Okay. Go ahead. Um, the, she's in is, some film called Bergman Island. Yeah, which I seen. was like, is this about? Ingmar Bergman? No, it's about that Ingrid island Bergman? where where or... it's about that island that is like owned by Ingmar Bergman, where like film directors go for like a residency or something. Ugh, it's real. That sounds bad. Um, this is like two movies before that. It's called Hold Hold mm. Me Tight or something. <laughs> uh, hard me. to say. Hard to say what the Nobody title knows. is. Something about hold getting held or something. Um, okay. And I, I found it to not be a, a great movie for some some reason. But mm-hmm. it's, it's she's incredible, and it's a kind of, like, psychological meltdown. Um, and it's, it's, 
I don't actually want to spoil this movie because there the what the movie what the plot is 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 kind of revealed in a tremendous way, I guess. Wow. Um, oh goodness. But it's very like fractured mm-hmm. because she's psychologically fractured. And that's sort of it doesn't it doesn't really like emo- hold emotionally over time in this mm-hmm. I don't, and I like I there are so many like incredible moments um that it, it feels a bit of a shame that it doesn't feel more successful as like a film mm-hmm. but um right. I do think it's it's worth uh, Nomi's having dreams oh, oh she's doing really little twi- twitches yeah Jack went to the city so she's having all kinds of Oh, yes, I'm going to see their show tomorrow night. Well, I have to say, this no one, it'll be too late for anyone listening to this podcast, but um, we were workshopping it last night, and did you, did you hear her? Did you hear her? Yeah. yeah. Oh, baby, she's sleeping. These are sleep whoops? Yeah, she's sleep. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you're okay. Um, I think it's going to be really incredible, and I'm now I'm kind of sad to miss it but oh um, no i'm well, hoping will be like a you want me to live stream it live stream live it stream. onto instagram i'll facetime you and just turn the camera gorge um wait i saw a german dance company at the joys theater oh yes you were going to see it the night of our yeah we recorded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you, but you, were, you did talk yeah. about it because you had seen them before. No, I had seen that choreographer's work. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. And goodness, it lived up to my expectations, Great. and then some. Oh, that's I really, really enjoyed myself, and it was at the Joyce. It was durational. It was conceptual. It was very. Did physical. you take a nap at it the beginning? No sleeping at all. Wow. I know, and. <laughs> It was very impressive, I must say. I was sort of blown away. Great. Um, I love that. One of, the, one of the performers... I'm just going to describe a movement, okay? So the whole piece is like... Zoom, 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 zoom. You know, like house music. And one of the performers does this thing where they... Remember those two guys on SNL, which were played by Chris Kattan and Will Ferrell, who were like the aggravating guys who always go to the club and they do that move with their neck. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. That's what's so happening. So he does that, that like, sideways move with his <laughs> neck and he's crashing it. He's doing it, like, over and over and uh-huh. over and over. And I'm talking 15 to 20 minutes of that. Oy. It made me sick that is... in a way that was like, thrilling. I was like, How? My, head, How? my head is broken just watching this. This is... Yeah, yeah. How do you survive this? It, how does one survive doing this multiple times in a row? It was very impressive. Very impressive. Yeah, or maybe, um, maybe that's the end, and then someone else does it the next night. Yeah, maybe that that's how they dead. kill the dancers. <laughs> that's how they send Ugh. them into Valhalla. You can watch the, sh- the, the, the menu. Is that what it's called on HBO? I, I, I can't watch Hated that. It. I skipped my oh, way did. through it and thought... God no, on a wheel. You. God on a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So moves, I... people had moves that they did for a long time. Well, they're all moving the whole time, like to this beat in various ways. And like it is Are they all on stage the whole time? More or less, yes. After there's a there's a kind of introductory five to ten minutes of like people crossing on tiptoe to the beat and then eventually they all kind of like find their way together Mm. and the piece is frequently like a mass of unison movement but there's always something Mm. divergent going on Uh there's always something strange going on and so it was really wonderful i had a great time watching that one wow oh um i am jack was jack was looking at this for for school uh, this, um, uh, what am I saying? This piece, uh, a work of art, a a dance, um, Indeed. by Kyle Abraham, yes. called something of like Wolf. 
when the wolves came in. Wow. I thought, wow. Yeah. Really. That was really... I mean... That was way back when. There are different sections of different kinds of stuff, it seemed. We didn't watch the whole thing, but... It's a very provocative work. There's really some really incredible things going on. Yeah. I designed that years ago. I thought, this looks so good. Jack said... Was it just you? Was it before Harriet? I think it was a just me way back then. It looked yeah. great. Looked really great. Thank you. I mean, the whole production you. looked really great. Well, that I can't. I can't take credit for that. I, I mean, co- I I designed the costumes, but you know, the wigs kind of came along with the production, and they really kind of make it. Yeah, I mean, they they add wigs certainly. <laughs> well, they give it. They give it a very specific kind of character that it wouldn't yeah. otherwise have. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's great. Yeah? It's great. It's Yo. Great. It's great. Um, I... Oh, gosh. Why is my mind... You were gonna what's say going on with my mind? Something, but now nothing's happening. Um, my days are so preoccupied with this dancing show. Uh, I could only imagine. Um, it's any, really coming Any quickly. progress on, on, the, on the situation? Much progress. Some good news. What was the situation? There's what was a situation, situation with with fabric, fabric? that being, wasn't being made. She's arriving <gasps> tomorrow. Work, honey. Yes, honey. So basically this I... fabric company was like, we don't make that fabric anymore. Well, but, no. And then they okay, were like, gonna... you, we'll make it, but you know, you might get it someday. Yeah, I'm going to name it. names now. Just for any of you who work in the universe of fabrics, we... Chose a fabric, oh, fabric over a year ago for th- a big section of dancing where everyone's in the same suit. And we chose a fabric from dance from Fishman's Fabrics, which I believe is a British company. Ugh. And <laughs> we chose a lovely wool with a little bit of um, Lycra in it. 3%, I think. So give it a little malleability. Mm, yeah, and it's... It's a very subtle plaid that reads as a kind of bluish gray, but it has some life to it because of the yarn. Impossible to match. Because of that. Literally impossible to match. So (laughs) we then were, we re, you know, this is a company where you can reorder fabric. So we, we go to Fishman and say, we, we need to reorder fabric. Pants need to be remade for this dance show for the, for the Broadway run. They say, oh, we don't know if we find that fabric right now. So, but they like we can have it remilled and on and on. So it's just a never-ending process of them being like, and then you know, in early January we're gonna send you a little sample of what we've made just to make sure the dye lots match up and blah blah blah. We don't receive anything until two days ago. Oh wow! And when we do so finally receive this, we got a swatch, and we get the swatch, and we say this is it. This is perfect send us the fabric right now thinking it would arrive the following day but they're like oh it's not here so they basically lied all along about like where the fabric was and blah 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 so the fabric is in fact arriving tomorrow all is well it's going to be okay so stress so stress yeah, this was so like stress. this was like a year ago when he got the other fabric no yes so it's but then like a decade later on people no no anyways they sound and the, bad boots i'm all of these people have you know supply chain issues so i, I don't fault them and i realize this but here's you know, the key communication yes. communication don't lie to me key. don't lie to me argentina don't lie to me <laughs> i was actually considering using a stretch chambray to replace this fabric oh my god <laughs> uh Wow, hours of my life wasted running around the Garma district looking for a suitable match, none of which existed. These are the anyway. these are the things. These are the days of our lives. These, you know. Look, if we had a a, dis, a, a huge unlimited budget, we'd have said, "Well, who cares? Let's just rather Make than remake suits. the pants, remake the whole shebang." Yeah. But you know, to have a custom made jacket made is thousands of dollars. So. We couldn't do 22 custom-made brand-new jackets. So, anyways. Not today. It's all fine. It's all going to work out. It's perfect. 
life goes on. And we had fitting there today, actually, for other jackets at the famous Gilberto suit and suit makers. And also Kathy Zuber, or no, that's not right. Susan Hilferty, <laughs> who's a well-known... Um, Is that, was that other name of someone? They're both um, Broadway costume okay. designers. But Susan, Susan Hilferty was at um, Gilberto today doing a fitting for Parade, which is also coming to Broadway, a revival. Is that, is that based, is that related to the Easter Parade? I couldn't, no, it's about, it's the new Ben Platt, it's not new, but the Ben Platt thing that just happened at City Center, Encores is now, Encores is now like just an immediate churn, springboard for Broadway. Into, yeah. They're churning it out, so... They they did like you know three performances at City Center and now they're going to Broadway two weeks later so yeah I guess there was um, a theater open I get there I think there's a number of theaters open yeah so That's... they um uh, Susan was there doing a fitting for one of the actors in Parade and we I introduced we introduced ourselves and it was she was so lovely and she was so enthusiastic about life and I oh. thought gosh I hope. That when I'm your age, I can feel as excited to be alive as you. No, and so it's never cont- going to happen. Oh. You're ground down into the ground. As you can. Stop. <laughs> I want to be like Susan Okay, Hilfie. okay. Then you have to do a Phoenix moment. Well, you know, she, she designed Wicked. So oh, one might... This is what I mean. You have to, like... One might say Get a million rich. dollars yeah. from a job and then, like, get some energy. Like, that's... That's the dream. Yeah. I might feel grateful, too, if I was receiving giant checks every week from a show that will never stop running. Yes, I would, uh, honey. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyhow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? What else, Jeremy? What else? Um, I watched um, Carlali made meatballs. Didn't care much about Ooh. that recipe, but um, I, love, I like meatballs. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, what? What's going on? What's happening? What? Um, I don't know. Maybe that's it. <laughs> Forty-two minutes. Is that all we've gotten? Us? Is I mean, it's look. I have to explain to everybody. We're recording in the evening. This is unusual for us. We we're morning people. Yeah, we're approaching seven p.m. 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 And I have the bad news is that I think I have to rally and go to my studio right now. Oh my goodness! I know that is bad news. I, I uh, put your pants back on. Literally, I am fully pantsless at the moment. Wow, I can't imagine. I have underpants on. To do dancing? What? You have to go back to dancing? Oh, yeah. I have to pull some pieces, I think, for a film shoot they're doing on Friday. Oi. Oi. Very sad. Very, 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 very sad. Is that what they're doing? Um... It's for a section that they're going to do some projected, sort of somewhat abstracted film work behind what's going on on stage. But it's it's an addition. It's, it didn't exist in the original show. Okay. All right. And All right. Are there, um, there's other projection work going on? Oh, my. All yeah, the time. Yeah. It's, it's well, all the, the thing is. The it's such a craze. The like all Broadway shows nowadays, the entire back uh, wall of the stage is not a scrim; it's an LED screen right, right. extravaganza. TVs. So they can not only project; they can project. Here's anything. an idea: it's, just project yeah. a movie. Just have a movie back there that we watch instead of. Let's just a watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There are times I have to say in I this mean, show where it, it's quite effective. Though. Yeah. As no, a companion I'm in, I'm into, to life. I'm into, I'm into the possibilities of it. Yeah. But I've, I it's have just not, not great seen... when it is, in fact, a movie. That's hard. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, it's also bad when it's not a movie. You know what I mean? Right, so, right, 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 right. Tricky. But this is Finn Ross, who's our projection designer and the projection designer for seemingly every production on Earth, um, is... Um, I think done in many places in this show, very good job kind of having the projections just be 
in conversation and as a companion to the lighting. So it all feels mm, kind of like, that's, oh, okay. That seems like a much better approach. Yeah. But so for those of you out there who've seen the Harry Potter play, okay, um, Finn Ross designed the projections for that show. Oh, wow. And there is a magic trick in that show that is incredibly disorienting. And we have Finn Ross to thank for an adult magic trick that successfully leaves adult people leaving the theater in awe has, and have wonder. Have you asked about it? Oh, I certainly have. And? He shared, and I don't think I'm going to share I publicly. I don't think you should. I think you should. No, you but should I'll share that. with you later. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, Maybe I, that we'll was actually... say that for the Patreon. Do you want to put it on Patreon? That's for the Patreon <laughs> that we don't do. Um, and also Finn did the projection work for the hours, which I recently saw. Um, yeah. Yeah. Finn is, Finn did the projection work for Frozen, the musical even. Does Finn's he also have a lot of energy? You mean grateful energy? <laughs> I mean, is also rich. <laughs> Finn must have, Finn must live a very comfortable life, but Finn, Finn seems to just work and work and work and work. Yeah. That's, that's. Work and work and work. That's the New York moment, honey. Finn is a British moment, I'll have you know. Finn is a London oh, moment. Oh, he doesn't live in New York. No, he's giving he's giving UK. Is full, he giving zooms? Um, he he's giving occasional zooms. He's giving New York right now. Yeah. Alright. Right now he's giving New York. New New York, New York is another Broadway show that is going up this year, which is not a revival, but is a new show. Um, I'm I'm now being I'm very aware of revivals right now because you know they're in our category when it comes. What to are the other season. revivals? Sweeney Todd. Never heard of it. Just kidding. Um, what Camelot. else? Camelot. Ugh. Jack was in that. Next. What? In my like um, DC or something. Parade. Right, we don't know what that is. Um, and then I don't know what else are the revivals, but I'm sure there's many I'm leaving out. New musicals that are going to win awards are Some Like It Hot, New York, New York, um, and I don't know what else. Those are new musicals. Even the new musicals yeah. are old musicals. Yeah, the new musicals are in fact old musicals. What is happening? <laughs> this is what I'm. This is what this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about these things. Oh man. Some Like It Hot there. is a film. It's a film that is now going to be a musical. Right. It is a musical. It's a musical that's doing very well. Oh, other new musicals that are, are going to Are you just getting tickets or people just No. I haven't seen any I haven't seen any of these things. I just walk past them. So there's also Bad Wait, and Juliet, which I think is uh, people are really seeing and then Bad Cinderella, the new Andrew Lloyd Webber show is coming to Broadway after an inauspicious run on the West End. <laughs> uh, well, yes, Andrew Lloyd yes, Webber. Yes. Mr. Lloyd Congratulations. And, you know, people are, are, are crashing down the door to go see Phantom before, before it closes. It's, over. it's almost, yeah. when is it over? I'm actually thinking of going. Well, why not? I know. I want to. I've never seen it. I want to know what the big deal is. People are excited. I am you know? sure it is. It's like when I saw The Lion King. I thought it's an extravaganza. Community theater. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't believe it. Well, I last night got my eyes on Newsies, the musical um, that I guess Disney Plus did a a filmed version of the stage show. Because I don't know what for. And um, I watched it because one of the actors in Dancing had a fitting yesterday, Jacob Guzman, and was like, oh, yeah, I was I, I did Newsies forever when I was do, a young do, person. Do, 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 do. Right. I'm the king, I'm the king of New York is from that musical, I think. I don't know. And so Jacob, I was asking Jacob about what, you know, they did in the show. Jacob is a prodigious dancer. And I, I was like, do you do like incredible tricks in the show? He's like, oh, everything, all the tricks. Yeah, jump and so I was and like, spin and you... he jump and spin and turn and flip yeah, lots yeah, of gymnastics. Absolutely. So I said, I'm going to watch that. 
So I watched Jacob and his twin brother David in the filmed version of Newsies on Disney Plus last night. I have obviously just fast forwarded to the flips. And um, they (laughs) certainly did. It's a film stage version. A filmed stage version. No, thank you. But there's also the, I wonder if Disney did the original Newsies movie. They did. So you can watch that. That's, that's, you can watch that's Christian Bale yeah, in 1992 so nice. being very young, very young and being an enthusiastic about papes yeah. and newsies stop the world. Strike. Strike, um, honey. Strike. So, yes, um, the Guzmans do flips. And if you're interested in that, you should watch it. Because, in fact, everyone does flips in that show. Dancing. Dancing. Dance and 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 dance. This is my subliminal messaging to people listening to this podcast. You will see dance in the musical. You will see Are tickets on sale? They certainly are. Dance. Oh, wow. I can't wait to see. This is the show of the year. This Get those tickets before they're gone. Get 25 tickets at least. Get dancing. Get hundreds of tickets for everyone you know. If you're a millionaire <laughs> and you're listening to this, do it. Come to the show. Come to the show. Do it. Do it. Do it. Come to dungeon, 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 dungeon. Yeah. That was my subliminal messaging. Oh, for, um, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, we, should fig- we should figure that out, too, when, when, when I'm seeing dancing. Oh, my God. We'll, again, we'll live podcast Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, no, but we do have a Patreon, and I've been thinking maybe we should just stop early and record a little something for there, because there's really nothing. We don't put anything there. Even those of you who choose not to support us on the Patreon, thank you for listening, and... Um, oh, my God. I was listening to this podcast. What did they say? She said, and I couldn't tell if she was serious or not. In this po- like I've been listening to like one episode of podcasts or half an episode and moving on to another mm-hmm. one. She said, "This isn't, this isn't just a podcast. This isn't a podcast. It's a lifestyle." And I couldn't tell if that? it was a joke or not. I don't know. Some random that, I mean, thing. I would have to. I would agree that this. And I thought this isn't a podcast. This is a uh. lifestyle. I have a podcast recommendation. Should I save it for the Patreon? Yeah, yeah. Save it for the Patreon. If you want to know what to well, listen to, this head on is... over to Patreon. Yeah, you won't regret it. <laughs> <laughs> you shan't. Well, we loves you. We absolutely love. We'll talk to Lorves you next you. week. Goodbye. Bye.